This episode will cover sexual dysfunction in the geriatrics population. So, more seasoned patients frequently remain interested in sex despite a decrease in overall sexual activity. In male patients, decreased activity may result from a variety of factors including atherosclerosis, neurological disorders, medications, psychological factors, endocrine problems, social issues, limited availability of partners, decreased libido, and finally ED. In female patients, additional factors include vaginal dryness or burning and vaginal atrophy. So what are the symptoms of sexual dysfunction? Well, for female patients, symptoms in this population include vaginal dryness or burning, i.e. atrophy, dyspareunia, slower time to orgasm, a need for prolonged clitoral stimulation, and finally decreased libido. For their male counterparts, symptoms include inadequate erections, decreased libido, and finally orgasmic failure. Our differential diagnosis here is going to include four separate things. First, you're going to look at medication effects. Second, there are psychosocial factors that have to be considered. Finally, anatomic, I mean, I'm sorry, third, anatomical problems. And finally, Pyrenees disease in male patients. So how do you derive, arrive at a diagnosis of sexual dysfunction in this population? Well, for both set, um, both female and male patients, the diagnosis should include screening for depression as well as time spent, an, an assessment of time spent in foreplay, foreplay or in stimulation. Um, when it comes to our labs, for male patients, serum testosterone should be considered, although the yield will be low if the patient is lacking other signs of hypogonadism. If serum testosterone levels are low or low to normal, the practitioner should consider a bioavailable testosterone level. Here, LH and prolactin are not routinely necessary as the hypothalamic pituitary axis tends to become less responsive with aging. Other lab tests should be dictated by the history and the patient physical. And the third thing that you want to keep in mind when it comes to the diagnosis is that a poor response to vasoactive intracavitous injection suggests a vascular cause. So how do we treat sexual dysfunction in this patient population? Well, first, when it comes to female patients, treatment options include topical estrogen creams or rings, increased stimulation time for intercourse, and finally, counseling. For male patients, there are four separate types of treatment that you want to consider here. First, testosterone. This should be used only for true hypogonadism and is associated with multiple side effects and an increased risk of prostate disease. Second, the practitioner can prescribe penile injections or vacuum devices, and while these may be effective, they're rarely acceptable or desired by patients. Um, third, the third treatment option for male patients is going to include sedetophil as well as tadalefil, and these are often effective and the most acceptable option for patients. Caution should be exercised in patients with coronary artery disease because these drugs are contraindicated if the patient is taking nitrates. And finally, our fourth catch-all category, which is going to include other options, um, includes things like constriction rings, counseling, as well as penile prosthesis and surgery for Pyrenees disease. And that concludes this short and sweet session on sexual dysfunction in the geriatrics population.